0: Your source for community, Muskoka made talk shows are on Muskoka magazine, the Bay 887. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka. I hope you're all having a beautiful Saturday morning, and how could you not? We've had such beautiful weather this week. It's been amazing. Well, I'm local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist, Kelly Goce here in downtown Huntsville, and I'm your host of Mental for Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. And as you know, this show is about you and your daily concerns, and I'm just here on the other side of the mic to support you with those concerns using a variety of creative alternatives, you know, some art and some photo-based activities, just a little something for me to you to help you see when you're stuck, where you're stuck, help you change your focus and perhaps help you view your world or the whole world just a little bit differently. Because when we see things differently, we react differently, and when we react differently, well that my that my friends is when change occurs. So, we're all looking forward to that. So this week, I thought we would approach things a little different um, and focus on an upcoming celebration and the mental health concerns that surface as a result of it. And of course, that upcoming celebration would be the infamous Halloween, which is just a couple of days away, to be exact. So exciting. Now, I thought that this might be also a good time to discuss some of those mental health concerns. Not because they only surface on or around Halloween, but more so because how they are felt at this time of year is often amplified because of Halloween, you know, because of the very nature of Halloween and the holiday that it has become. So, what do I mean by this? Well, I mean that gory and scary decorations, costumes, movies, you know, creepy attractions, can be very appealing in the spirit of Halloween. If you were to look at the outside of my house and and the inside of my house right now, you would see and find many goofy, creepy, and even scary accessories that boast Halloween that say, I love Halloween, and that to me are simply just meant to be fun and festive. Right? But that's not the case for everyone. In fact, for some, Halloween can be a huge trigger and be the cause of increased feelings of anxiety and fear, especially for children, you know? And that's this holiday is about children. And, you know, especially for those with existing mental health concerns. Halloween is a beloved autumnal holiday that most children and adults look forward to because of what it offers. So what does it offer? Well, it offers the opportunity to dress up, right? to have fun and and pretend to be someone else or something else. It offers the opportunity for sweets and candies and parties and festive celebrations. Schools, you know, kids are really excited right now because in schools and classrooms, they usually host a Halloween party the afternoon of or before so the kids can share and show off their costumes, you know, and celebrate with games and treats and have a costume parade businesses take part in halloween by allowing their staff to come to work dressed up and they often encourage it you know storefronts they decorate their windows and their stores etc and and all of which sounds lighthearted and fun but sadly it's not that way for some the truth is as i mentioned before halloween can be quite the opposite of fun for a lot of people it can be a mentally scary time for a lot of people so I think it's important for us to look at the mental health concerns as it relates to Halloween or even how Halloween relates to mental health illness, how Halloween can trigger or exemplify, you know, one's fears and anxieties, how it can make some people feel bad about their own mental health or current mental state. Right. Because let's face it, more often than not, Halloween characters are depicted or that are depicted through movie or costume are those that have suffered a mental illness or a breakdown or even a psychotic episode. I mean, just think about all the Halloween movies that feature Mike Myers, right? Or Freddy Krueger and, you know, Pennywise the Clown. I mean, for a year or two, maybe it was even more, clown costumes were banned because of who and what they represented and because they scared kids. And Halloween is for the kids, right? And I know this may sound like a stretch, but if you think about most of the classic Halloween movies, they all feature an unwell character of some sort. And, you know, if if anything should be said, mental illness is not a costume. It's a real life concern. It's not something we dress up to be. It's not something to be made fun of or mocked through costume or celebration. And yet, that's what's happening, right? And don't get me wrong, as a child, I dressed up on Halloween and I still dress up on Halloween and go trick-or-treating with my grandkids when I can. I love that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with dressing up or celebrating this historic holiday. It's a fun time of year and a celebration that so many of us look forward to, especially kids, right? And embrace it for its creativity and its goofy nature. I mean, let's face it, who doesn't like being able to pretend to be someone they're not just for a day or a night? kids love that to dress up in a way you might never have been before or never be again or to be one of your favorite characters right on a tv show there's nothing wrong with this however i i just think that it might be time for us to think about what effect we may be having on others through costume and celebration and i think you know my grandkids have thankfully been a part of my own awareness around this and my continued awareness around Mm -hmm. halloween and its effects on others, and how it depicts mental health or mental illness. You know, just being aware of what the costumes we wear might say or represent, or how they might make someone else feel, is a really good start. Or even how we choose to celebrate the holiday itself. I think it's always our responsibility to be aware of ourselves and others in in and of every situation. I recently took the opportunity, you know, to chat with some of my colleagues and friends about their thoughts around Halloween and how it's depicted or how it could be perceived by those who are struggling with a mental health issue. You know, I took the opportunity to chat with them about their experiences, both positive and negative, and to talk about what those experiences were like and how they made them feel. And, you know, surprising, it was an eye-opener, not just for me, but more so for them because they hadn't given it much thought before. They hadn't taken the time to think about their own impact on someone else's mental health, let alone the impact someone else had on theirs. And I think those conversations, we had definitely opened their eyes to a different narrative, you know, to a different take on Halloween that was more in support of those who do experience fear and anxiety around and because of Halloween, right? And more more in support of those who whose mental health is perhaps on display at Halloween. And that's, you know, that just doesn't sit right. So what are your thoughts on this? You know, I encourage you to take some time, we're gonna take a break in a minute, but I encourage you to take some time over the break to explore what Halloween means or has meant to you and why, right? Explore the why, you know, explore how you celebrate it and how it might make someone else with a mental health concern feel. I'm certainly not pointing any fingers. By no means am I doing that when I ask you to think about this. Because Halloween is a holiday that, you know, by its essence requires a certain kind of celebrating in order to do the holiday justice. It requires a certain amount of spookiness and creepiness for it to feel and look like Halloween. Much like Christmas relies on, um, you know, jingle bells and wreaths and Christmas trees and presents and tinsel. And, well, I mean, I could go on and on because the list goes on. You know, to make it feel and look like the holiday and celebration that it is. Same as Hanukkah and Thanksgiving and Easter and Canada Day and Remembrance Day and, and all the holidays that we love and enjoy. They all have their own narrative and their own depiction, right, of what they look like. And we embrace that. And that's okay. I just think it might be time for us to remember how that might affect someone else's mental health, right? The way that we, we tell that story, the way that we depict that holiday so having said that it is time for us to take a break and so like i usually say because i want you to be comfortable um go grab a glass of water a cup of coffee or tea use the powder room or whatever you need to do and give some thought to what i just asked you to think about right give some thought to halloween and i'll see you back here shortly Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Mental for Art. I'm Kelly, your host and local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist and practitioner here in downtown Huntsville. Gotta love downtown Huntsville. It's beautiful right now. And if this is your first time tuning into the show, then I want to say welcome. Thanks for joining us. It's always nice to have new new listeners and, and new concerns to talk about. And also, you know, if you are new, then feel free to catch up on our previous episodes, you know, of Mental for Art. And it's easy to do that. Just visit the Hunters Bay website, click on what's on and scroll down to Mental for Art. But I also want to recommend checking out any and all of the other existing shows because each one of them has something wonderful to offer. You'll be pleasantly surprised. And to those of you uh, return listeners, I'd like to thank you for returning, you know, for tuning in each month and and making this show possible and keeping it alive and taking the time out of your Saturday morning to give me this opportunity to talk about, you know, different everyday concerns with you and and try and offer some creative alternatives and approaches to how those concerns, um, you know, end up affecting you and, and how you work them out. So now getting back to today's episode, for those of you who are just tuning in, today I thought we would approach things a little different and focus on an upcoming celebration and more importantly, the mental health concerns that surface as a result of it. So of course, I am talking about the infamous Halloween, which is just a couple of days away. Now, for those of you who love Halloween, I'm sure you can't wait for the day to get here. But There are those who are not lovers of halloween and this episode is for you and for your mental well-being because that's what we're talking about the effects of halloween on on one's mental well-being and as i mentioned earlier i thought this might be a good time to discuss how some mental health concerns escalate at this time of year not because they only surface on or around halloween but more so Because of how they are felt at this time of year, which, like I said, is often amplified because of Halloween, you know, because of the very nature of Halloween and the holiday itself and the spookiness and overall creepy narrative that's attached to the holiday. So, what can we do about this? What can we do to ensure we are not adding negatively, you know, to someone else's mental health? Because there is often, if not always, some sort of or some element of gore or scary decorations, creepy costumes, scary movies, and and you know, scary attractions that come with. And underneath the spirit of Halloween, just look at the you know around you at the houses on your street and how they're decorated, or the storefront windows, or the garden center attractions, right, or the movies that are being played this time of year. I mean, the movies that are being played. If you have you know, anxiety or fear or any of those things, then those movies that are being played right now will really feed into that. You know, they all have some element of scare attached to them or incorporated into them because if they didn't, it wouldn't be Halloween, would it? It wouldn't be a Halloween movie. It wouldn't say Halloween. It wouldn't scream Halloween. And by its very nature, that is Halloween, or at least that's what it's become. So what can we do? Because as we've been talking about these elements of scare and Halloween expectation can and do affect some people. They can be huge triggers for some, and for others, the cause of increased anxiety and fear, especially young children, especially little kids and those with existing mental health concerns. And that's not fun. And that's not a good feeling. And that's not something I like thinking about because Halloween is for kids, right? wants kids to be scared now before the break i asked you to think about this and explore your thoughts on this i encouraged you to take some time over the break to explore what halloween means or has meant to you and why and i'm emphasizing the why right explore your experiences around halloween and how you celebrate halloween and how that might affect someone with a mental health concern how that might make them feel not in a finger pointing kind of way, like I said before, there's no fingers being pointed here, but in an awareness kind of way, in a way that opens us up to being a little bit more aware of how someone else might be affected by a holiday, such as Halloween, because that's what we're focusing on today, and what part we may play in that. I'm I'm definitely going to take responsibility for my part in that, right? In my part in having creepy and spooky halloween accessories and stuff around my house. Um yeah, I mean, we all have a part in this. And you know, having said that, halloween is a holiday that requires a certain kind of celebrating in order to do the holiday justice. You know, it requires a certain amount of spookiness and creepiness for it to feel and look like halloween. Much like christmas, like I said earlier, christmas relies on Um, wreaths and jingle bells and presents and tinsel and Christmas trees and, you know, on and on to make the holiday feel and look like the holiday and the celebration that it is. Same as I said, Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Easter and Remembrance Day and Canada Day, and I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch of them, but all the holidays we love and enjoy, they all have their own narrative, right? Their own accessories and their own depiction of what the holiday looks like, right? Their own visual. And we embrace that. And that's okay. That's what's considered holiday traditions. I just think it might be time for us to remember how some of our holiday traditions, or more specifically narratives, um, might affect someone else's mental health, right? We don't often take that into consideration. And for the sake of today's show, we're taking into consideration Halloween and how our Halloween traditions and narratives might affect someone else. And in light of this, here is where the creative aspect comes into it. Here is what I would like you to try and I would encourage you to do to accommodate the well-being of others, you know, to take into consideration the feeling of others, to be more aware of the negative feelings others may be experiencing, especially during the festivities of Halloween, given the impact that gore and creepy accessories and mentally ill character costumes and anxiety-provoking noises can have on others, right? How those can affect kids, especially young kids, how they can affect someone that is already experiencing fear and anxiety and trauma. So what I'd like you to do, I mean, and what I would encourage you to to look at is to look at your decorations and your costumes and find a way to change that narrative. Find a way to change the ill-feeling effect that they could potentially have on someone, you know, and to do that by incorporating some humor into them. I mean, Halloween is supposed to be fun, right? Kids are supposed to have fun and laugh while they're out and about trick-or-treating. They're supposed to want to come up to your door, not want to run away from it. We're supposed to want to, them to have an enjoyable experience, not an experience that will traumatize them. I mean, where, where did that go? You know, And by adding a fun side or a humorous piece to your creepy decorations or your creepy costumes, you can ensure everyone will have fun and have an enjoyable experience, right? Because laughter is one of the best medicines and it can accommodate fear and anxiety. And it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It can be as simple as adding funny clothing to your, you know, creepy characters outside to the skeleton you have outside, right? Put it in a funny costume, put it in a dress or cowboy boots or A funny hat or give it a camera or, you know, give it a paint palette and a brush. Add googly eyes. You know, like I said, funny hats to your outdoor accessories, to your pumpkins, all of those things. Bring the fun back into Halloween by making your home and your costumes and your Halloween accessories something kids will remember and want to talk about, not be afraid of and never want to remember or even, God forbid, have nightmares about. You know, I think the most fun I had as a kid on Halloween and the best memories I have were the ones that involved laughter. Like the costumes that made me laugh out loud. You know, someone dressed as a hot dog or a banana or dogs and cats dressed up, right? The ones that made me laugh out loud are the homes whose decorations were goofy and fun. Ones that I wanted to go up and and trick or treat at. You know, when I go trick or treating with my grandkids, It physically hurts me inside when they tighten their grip on my hand because they don't want to go up to house because they're afraid. That's not what Halloween's about. I don't want that for my grandkids. I don't want that for other kids. And that's when I wonder if people have forgotten who Halloween is for. That's when I wonder what the real intention is. That's when I wonder where the awareness for others' feelings and emotions has gone especially at this time of year, especially at Halloween. So how about this Halloween, we make it about the kids. We make it what it's supposed to be. And we make it about the kids because deep down inside, we are all just kids longing to be young again and have fun and experience things, you know, just as a child would. Let's make those around us feel welcome and safe and bring the fun back into Halloween and take the scare out. I mean, to me, that sounds better, right? If you can have fun. I remember going to nightmares. I don't know where that was. Niagara Falls or I don't know where. um, C&E something. Nightmares and Screamers, I think they were. And I hated it. I went with my girlfriends and I was in the middle. I didn't want to be in the front. I didn't want to be behind. I wanted to be in the middle so that I felt safer. And that feeling, I I was in my 30s. I can't imagine that feeling for a little child, right? I mean, I I can't really tap into how I felt when I was a kid, but I'm sure I experienced that fear. But as I said, having grandkids, I don't want them to experience that fear. So what say, everyone, we make Halloween about fun, not about scare, okay? And that, my friends, brings us to the end of this month's episode of Mental for Art, which is geared towards those who are experiencing, you know, exemplified or amplified um, fear and trauma and, and anxiety around this time of year. Okay, I want to thank you for joining me and for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to make my Saturday morning one that I will most definitely remember. And I'm now looking forward to Halloween in a different in a different way. Um, and I look forward to meeting you back here once again next month when I will address yet another everyday concern and hopefully provide you with an activity or approach that will offer some support. So keep your emails coming, I do love reading them, and I love the challenge, so keep challenging me to create something new, um, some new ideas that will support you. And please be sure to send those emails and letters to kelly at pictureyourselfwell.com and use the subject line mental for art so they don't get overlooked. Until then, please people, do your part in making Halloween fun again, okay? And this is your host, Kelly, of mental for art wishing you all positive growth and healing have a wonderful month have an exemplary halloween and remember that the best way to put a little happiness in your day is to color someone else's so please keep coloring it forward and i'll see you soon